Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is a Fright Fest 2014 special of It's the Gritflix.com podcast. This is a Fright Fest 2014 special of It's the Gritflix.com podcast. Welcome to another Fright Fest preview special of the Britflix podcast. My name's Stuart Wright, and today I've got with me Fabrice Duels. Good morning. Good morning. And how are you today? I'm, I'm very fine, thank you. And you? I'm okay. I'm glad to have showered now and woke up. Good, good, good. Um, so, can you tell us what uh, your, your role is on the film? I'm supposed to be the director of that film. And you're the writer too, I believe. <laughs> and writer too, yes. And the name of the film we're talking about? is Alleluia. Okay. Can you give us a brief synopsis of that film? Well, it's just a free adaptation of the, of the Martha Bacon, Raymond Fernandez story, mm. you know, who has been, um, has been better known as the honeymoon killer. Yes. There is several, several free adaptation of that of that story, mm-hmm. and I wanted to make an adaptation in South Belgium, and it's been I have that project to make a small trilogy about South Belgium and the Ardennes, and Calvaire is the first part, and Alleluia is the second part. So that's that's, and it's a mad love, sad, bloody. Political, I hope, uh, love story. Okay, now <clears throat> it's the it's like you say it's the second in a in a three part trilogy you're making. What is it? What is it about the uh, Ardon that that inspired you to do this trilogy? Um, Laurent Lucas, my main actor. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very fascinated by Laurent. I think it's a brilliant, an explore an. Ex- Unemployed is not employed as he should be employed. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a major actor. I think he's, he has a lot of things that really impress me. He has that ambiguity, that, uh, that's, that sense of bizarre that I love, that I love so much. Mm. So I really love Laurent, and I think uh, on... on when we're gonna finish that, that, that those three films together, uh, I hope that we can, that the audience can have um, a better impression on, on, on all his ambiguity and diversity. Well, I must admit, I mean, I've I, I, been seeing the film, I, I, thought, I thought what you get out of all the actors in, in, um, in Alleluia is, uh, is quite, it's quite, it's 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 um it's sort of brilliantly naturalistic. It's it's earthy. At times, I didn't even think people were acting. I felt like I was just watching the characters. Well, that's thank you, Stuart. You know, that's 
That's a great, great compliment, and I work very hard on that. Um, I take time to choose and to pick the right actors. You know, I fight a lot for having Lola Duenas in the movie, mm-hmm. because for a French-Belgian movie, you know, having a, a, a Spanish actress is something that could be problematic on a production aspect, and so I fight so much for having her, and... You know, now everybody is very happy with her and her <laughs> incredible performance. But I, I'm the kind of director who works very closely with the actor. You know, I, I really love the actor and, and I like to work with them and push them beyond their limits and go further and dig and dig and dig. And that's why sometimes they, they, they respond to my, to, my, to my demands so much. And, well, so... I was I was very concerned by the character. I was very concerned by the honeymoon, the honeymoon killers original too, and the Arthur Ripstein movie too. Because for me, it was it was a major risk to make a, to make th- that kind of movie. You know, it's mm-hmm. so um, I tr- I've tried to pro- to propose something very different and very personal and very peculiar in a very very direct and extreme way with the collaboration with of all the actors of course so so when you were when you were sitting down at the at the screenplay stage um what was it you were trying to do given given there's already versions of the honeymoon killers out there what was you doing that was that that you think makes it different well, different, but also I think I think I think given what the trilogy is, it sort of makes it Belgian, I suppose. What is it that you thought? <clears throat> well, you know, I, honestly, I don't care. I don't care about Bel- the Belgium aspect. You know, okay. of course, I'm Belgian, but you know, it's not uh, it's not so original. Uh, okay. I'm just more concerned about about the environment, mm-hmm. uh, that place that I like so much. In Calvert, you have a very strange feeling about the atmosphere and the decor and the decorum behind behind and and, uh, and behind the actors. Yeah. And in Alleluia too, the actors for me is the main character. Uh, the, the, I mean, the decor uh, is uh, is a main character for me. It's very very important. That's and um, and also also that story for me is. You may, maybe when you will see Calvert, you will understand a little bit more cl- yeah, clearly. Uh, because I'm very, con- I, I, I'm very obsessed with with mad love, strange, absurd love story, love stories, hmm. and uh, that the animal, the animal killers. It's an insane, an amazing, a surreal, sur- surrealist love story. Yeah, and I know that French surrealist loves. Love so much that 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 the, the Martha Beck and the Raymond Fernandez stories, hmm. story, uh, because it's so full of pulsion and there is so much of eros and thanatos and there is so much of uh, there is so many layers in that story that you can explore and dig and and that's that's why you know for me it was a kind of experimentation about characters, hmm. about fetishism, about how they can re- rely together, how they can, you know, well, it's always, I, I don't want to have, I don't want to give in, I, I don't want to give, to give keys and to, ex, to explain my own interpretation, you know, I, yeah. I try, I've tried to do the job and I was concerned about the, 
the love story, the mad, the insane love story between those those two characters. So what was what were the main challenges for you in terms of trying to heighten that madness in the storytelling then? If that was what you were you were drawn <coughs> to, how, how did the you... Actors, the actors was the... was was the main, the main, um, the main defi, you know, the main, um, was the most important thing, important thing to catch because okay. without, with bad actors or with actors who, well, it's not a question of good or bad actors, it's to have actors with you, mm. uh, marriage your vision and collaborate in, through that vision. Mm. And I think Lola and and Laurent and even the others give me a lot and built that movie with me. Of course, I have a, I, I have a, I'm 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 supposed to be well. You know, it's my fourth fourth movie now, and people some people knows me as a visual director. Some, maybe sometimes it's true. Well, but on that peculiar movie, I. I said to myself, go with the actors, go with the character. You don't care about the visual, follow the actor. Follow, uh, play rehearsal with the actors, try to catch something, try to, try to, to connect with their soul and, and catch that, and try to catch that. So that was my big concern during all the production of that movie, the actors and the characters. Uh, and all, all, also the the aspect, the, the, the comic aspect and the, dra- the, the tragic aspect. I try to find the right balance between the absurdity of that and the tragic aspect. So I, want, I, I, I wanted to, to deliver a movie with, uh, with those elements. I wanted to deliver a movie who the audience can be terrified, uh, amused, uh, can, they can laugh, they can cry, they can be... Uh, they can be um, um, uh, touched by those characters, and they can be relate to that to, to those characters, and that's that's practically impossible to be relate to a serial killer <laughs> like that. You understand well, yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean if you think if you think about if you think about pop songs, um, pop songs. I think there's a song that goes something like you know the things we do for love is the is the words. Yeah. Um, I think your film sort of takes that notion <laughs> to, well, to the absolute extreme. You know, the idea, you know, because we always think that we'll, we'll sacrifice a lot for love, but we don't really mean that much, do we? we whereas the, the deal that, that, that Gloria makes with Michelle is, 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 is obscene, isn't it, really, when, when you think about it? But actually, where that goes is even more so. Yeah. Um... Yeah, is that true? Is that right? <laughs> but I mean, I must admit, uh, uh, with, without wanting to, I, I wouldn't want to give too many spoilers away. But certainly, in terms of the style of the film and, and the tone, early on, uh, when we first meet Michelle, uh, when they go for the dinner date, um, I thought I thought that was a really, a really, really measured scene. The fact that you know, trying to show that Michelle is this kind of attentive, controlling kind of man. Mm-hmm. And yet, he's talking about other people. He's not talking about himself. But he's, he's he's sort of he's showing her his awareness of the world. I thought it was a really really neat scene. Yeah, 
Yes, I, I love I love very much that scene because that scene presents Michel as a predator and and he's not. <laughs> and and that scene presents Gloria as a as a as a weak woman and <laughs> God she's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know I think that scene is very for for the arc of the movie is quite um it's quite it's quite amusing for the audience. Yeah, the it's, al it's almost like the opposite of where the film ends, isn't it? It's like absolutely. that. that, that. Absolutely. <clears throat> and is it is it shot on sixteen mil? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I do that. I do that because I'm. I love sixteen. I want to shoot on film because I, I'm, I'm, I'm I want to make cinema and, and I love films. <laughs> and I resist to digital because I think digital is not so great. It will, it will, it will be, but I don't think it's it's still good enough for me. I think I mean we can talk about technical aspect, but I'm not sure it's is the right place. But and also I want to to deliver a movie with a very very moody and atmospheric ambience and. That you can feel and and smell even the the the, the silhouette or, or the characters. You know, I was where I was raised watching um, old horror movie, and it's very it's it's very important because cinema is of of course it's storytelling, but it's sensuality also. Well, for, at least for me, you know, I have a I have a, a physical contact with with the with the film. I, I don't mean I, I'm not fetishist. I, I don't. <laughs> you, you understand what, what I mean? It just when I go to this to to a theater, I, I need to. Well, you know, I, I I have that nostalgia to to the sound or you know the the dust in the light and stuff like that. I think it's very very sensual and uh, doesn't exist anymore. But that's why I I still think that and I will continue to do f films, movie with sixteen or thirty five at least. The most I can do it, but, the but most you, I mean, I can. you really, you really do push it to its absolute kind of limit, don't you? In terms of what can be done with, with yeah, yeah, we push control. very, very much uh, the light because we practically work without without light. Well, I don't. I, it's not without light. We we work with direction, light direction, very strong and 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 uh, precise uh, light direction. Mm. And with very little light, and so I push, I push, I push. Yes, and sometimes my DOP was a little bit concerned, but um, I push very hard the, the the light and the actors at the same time. Yes, because it's always the same for me. You know, I, I don't want to be comfortable when I make a movie. It's just a war zone for me. You know, a very happy time, but a war zone, and I want to experiment and. And express something, you know. I want, I want, I want to find something in the movie. Uh, I, I'm working to. Uh, I want to grab something. I don't want to be sure. Can you give I, us a, an example of, of say, a, a, a scene or a sequence where there was experimentation going on in your mind that you're particularly happy, you're, you're very pleased with the results? Yeah. For example, the the scene um, around the fire. Okay. On the on the on the on the script, there is only one line. You know, Gloria and Michelle dance around the fire. Really? It was it? Yeah. So, and it was it. 
and we experiment the um, the camera and the actors and the trance and and it became that scene and I was very very happy with I'm I'm, I'm very happy with that scene. I love that scene very much, especially with the music and stuff and what what the scene delivers about the character and tells about the characters at that moment, at that peculiar moment of the movie. And well, that's that kind. Sometimes you find something. Sometimes you 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 didn't find. Uh, all my movie, I, I always try to find something. And in Calvert, there is a dance scene also, and that's something that we 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 find. We we we. And well, see, you, you understand what I mean? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a freeway for me. I, I, you know, I'm I'm not a kind of director, you know, to to only deliver the the, the, the script. And I, I, of course, there is a script, and I want and I want to do the script, and I want to shoot the script, but I want to shoot the script and dig something in the characters, in the story. Uh, you know. I, Try to to reach. Maybe I maybe I. Um, sometimes I don't succeed, but sometimes I, I did some small so, things. So is it, is it like is it like the sense that you're you're forever looking to discover? You've never you've, you're never happy. You're never completely happy with what it is. So there's always that there could be something else. So let's try. Yeah, that's for sure. I'm not very um, self uh, happy and very. Um, I'm very demanding. Yeah. Uh, I'm very very demanding. Sometimes I. I I, I'm exhausting and I exhaust all my team, but they, you know, they still like me at the end. But, uh, uh, well, I try to, well, you know, it's so, uh, it's, making a movie is a miracle, you know, it's not, it's not every day. So when you have the time, when, when you have the possibility to make a movie, go for it the best you can. No, 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 I think that's, that's a very, very, uh, very honorable thing. Um, <clears throat> So in that in that sense, then was um, was the moment where Gloria breaks out into song? Was that something on the page, or was that something that came out from? Yeah, yes, the film? it was. It was. It was on the page. It was prepared, and it was, we shoot that on playback, of course. And yeah. yeah, it was very, very prepared. And honestly, I wasn't sure at all that it will uh, it will work. But uh, and at the last moment, because we made many many screening about about uh, you know about the movie before before um, release it and yeah. with friends and you know and people and collaborators and some said well no maybe you have to to get rid of that scene maybe you have to to play to play more current more global on tone because the 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 the, the, the problem the problematic aspect of hallelujah is you have so many tones in that movie mm. and you have to keep it in the right balance the, the the balance has to be global and current and the tone all the tone of the movie sometimes there is so many tones and you you fall and you you lost you, you lose you lose the, the the right balance, and I was very concerned about that scene. But uh, sometimes a little voice in me say, "Yeah, go for it," you know, <laughs> because I saw I saw so many people were sh- very shocked at that moment, and, and especially when 
Because at the beginning, the, 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 the fire scene was a little bit further in the movie. And when we, when we move the, 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 the fire scene, it was very close from the, the singing scene. Well, just like hammer in the head of the audience. And I saw the audience completely, the people, friends and stuff, completely, you know, um, well, impressed. Now, I'm not sure it's the right right term and the right verb, but uh, very committed. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, impressed is the right. I mean, because I think I think what I got from it was that it was um, it was it, it was it was absurd in a way, but but also you could see it in two ways. You could see it as as being sort of imagination rather than oh no, we're really we're really seeing a scene, but in a way you could imagine that it's 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 ha- this is happening in her mind, as it were, because yeah. we're on a fantastic journey anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a fantastic journey. And that's, you know, French cinema sometimes, you know, the, the realism is very, very popular in France. It's very difficult to go through the, the realism. There is, that's the Nouvelle Vague Héritage. And uh, so my feeling, my, my, my cultural, my, my, my background, cultural background is much more uh, Anglo-Saxon. You know, I'm, I'm very close. I'm very close from from the Hammer Cinema or, or Universal uh, Hollywood stuff, Val Newton, and and so on, and and all that aspect. And of course, the Asian cinema too. But in France, it's very difficult to. When you make musical, you have to be musical all the way long. Uh, okay, so every, everything you have to. You yes, have to be able you to understand what I mean. It's yeah, it's yeah, something yeah. that you know in France. It's sometimes it's a little bit, well, but, but I don't care about that. You know, I want to make the movie I, that 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 I want to do. Uh, so I try. If it doesn't work, I I get rid of it. And on that peculiar moment, I, I thought I thought, yeah, well, it could be great. It could be it could be very shocking for for the audience at that moment because it's so unexpected. How how did you? Um... How did you make the, 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 the parallel? How did you see the parallel between your characters and Humphrey, Go- Humphrey Bogard and um, Hepburn in uh, The African Queen? Well, you, you know, well, of course, I, I love Humphrey Bogard. You know, I'm, 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 very, I'm a big, big fan of Humphrey Bogard. I, I love uh, Bogard films. Mm. I love that peculiar time of cinema, um, Hollywood cinema. I love so much that um, that glamour aspect, that fantasy, that poetry, that writing, that uh, the, the actors, the icons of that of that time. Um, and also, I was looking for something just like a witness scene, you know, who can be the witness of the evolution of their love, of their relationship. Yeah. And I remember, and I, because I, I watch a lot of movies, and I remember of uh, African Queen. And in, in African Queen, you have that so amazing moment where, Alf, where uh, Bogart uh, um, makes the hippopotam. And that's something very, very amazing. And um, I thought that moment could be um, placed and used as a very absurd thing to be the witness of the um, 
I'm not sure. I'm, I'm very clear, uh, Stuart. Uh, it, it will be better in French. I, I, it's, I, making I, perfect, it's fine. Honestly, it makes sense to me what you're saying, so keep going. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to make it uh, more simple. In fact, I, I, I love Bogart films, and I, I, <coughs> especially uh, The African Queen, mm. uh, because it's a general uh, film, it's a John Huston film. I'm very touched with the and and fascinated by all the aspect of the production. Uh, if you remember the Clint Eastwood movie about John Huston making African Queen, I don't know the the, the title in English, but in French it's Cœur Blanc, uh, Homme Blanc, Cœur Noir. Okay. Uh, it's a the mythology of that that movie really fascinate me and since a long time and I was very very uh, uh, I'm very uh, um, touched by the moment where Bogart imi imi imitate uh, Diopopotam and so I was looking for something you know just like a, 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 a scene in a movie because I want them I, I wanted the, 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 the couple goes to the cinema and see something that they can reproduce as a witness uh, that we can use three times, you know. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, first time is it's a, it's a. They laugh so much they are together. The second time, it's just after uh, a big fight between them, and he used that moment as a joke, just just like we do, just like we do uh, uh, when we are in love. You know, you have yeah. moment and you reproduce the moment because those moments uh, bring you in a, in a, in a, in a past, in a happy past, and just like. The 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 dereglement the the I I don't know how you say dereglement uh, it's uh, something that um, who goes insane you know mm. the love goes insane and at the end when Michelle makes the opopotam she she doesn't laugh anymore at all so I was looking for a scene like that and I, I remember that scene with the opopotam well that's a long 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 explanation for for not so much but uh, no well, no 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 it's good because I mean because I, I was th I wasn't thinking was, I mean I, I remember the sort of three the three times it's sort of repeated and yeah. and yeah you're right it's kind of that idea of he's he's it's like he's in trouble in this relationship so his get out is I'll take us back to this moment where we had so much fun and we were so in love um, yeah, absolutely. Like a shortcut, isn't it? It's like a shortcut yeah. to when we were most in love. But, yeah, but, because but, I was looking for some narrative shortcuts. Yeah. Um, because, you know, the, the contraction of time in Alleluia was very, is very, because it's a road movie, but I, I didn't want to make a, a, usual, a, um, a usual road movie with, with, with car scene and stuff like that. I want. I wanted to make to to make a movie very sharp, with uh, uh, with the time, with the ellipse of time. I want to make something very, yeah, sharp. So a, a funny a funny thing happened when I was watching the film for me, and it, and it's it's that wonderful thing where you you feel like you've got a relate you've got a relationship with the film in so much of, in the early part of the film, the mother leaves her daughter with a neighbour for reasons that I won't go into, and. I'm watching the film, and then something dawns on me that I'm, go I'm going to myself, where's the daughter? You know, in my head, I'm watching what's going on. Mm -hmm. I'm going, and then almost like within minutes of that, seconds of that happening, we then the film then reconnects with the daughter. And I was really kind of unsettled with that, with that notion that I'd almost like fe I'd fell in with the, the rhythm of the film. <laughs> yeah, but that's good. Good oh. for you. I'm very happy about that. 
because oh, yeah, no. uh, well the, the daughter the, the his daughter uh, her daughter sorry is very very important yeah yeah um <coughs> excuse me right um as we talked about before we started recording um the 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 fright fest audience is is arguably um getting to be as famous as the films uh, are you are you going to be coming to fright fest this year absolutely Brilliant. i will be there so when you're at your screening then what what will you it, 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 without maybe giving too much away but you know you you can you say, say out of context i suppose it won't give too much away anyway what would you be uh, what are you most excited to see from the fright fest audience reacting to your movie what is it what is it a any particular moment in the film that you're looking forward no, to? No, 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 because, I'm, Stuart, I'm, I'm not sure that I will stay watching the movie uh, <laughs> uh, because, you know, I'm really fed up with the movie. Uh, so I will be probably be outside and watching or um, listening to the, to the reaction. Um, maybe I'm very excited to make a Q&A after and to see how, the, how that peculiar audience will react because I think it could be a movie that they could like, they could, they could enjoy, hopefully. Well, no, all right, I'm, I'm going to be in the screening. So if I'm, your, if I'm your eyes and ears while you're waiting outside... What would you like? What 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 scene or or moment in the film would you are you looking to see how the real audience reacts? And I could report back to you. Well, there is many scenes. Uh, well, the singing scene maybe. What? But you know now people know there is a singing scene. There, there is a, a, a scene where where the characters start to sing. So it's it's a little bit spoiled. You know, it's mm. something that they they because. The Fright Fest audience is, they are, you know, they are cinephile and they love cinema and they go on internet waiting, uh, looking for, for information and stuff like that. So it's not a virgin audience. Uh, so I'm sure they, are, they, are, they have a, they have a good expectation of, of bizarre and, and strange and thinking and, and, and stuff like that. So because the movie was present uh, in some festival before and there is some feedback and some reaction about the movie yet already. So, well, you know, it's, I, 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 I really, honestly, I can't, I can't answer to that because I think it's a global impression with the movie. Um, I've made some festival already and it's always the same. Uh, at the end of the, at the end of the screening, people are very silent. <laughs> very silent. Yeah. They are very. Ooh. It takes it takes some times, you know, to go back to the surface and and start a Q and A. So. Well, I mean, also, I I got I was lucky enough to see a preview screening, and I saw that at ten thirty in the morning, at um, at Studio Canal, and yeah. um, I took a photographer friend of mine with me, and the pair of us were gonna were planning to do so much that day, and. It ruined those plans because because uh, <laughs> we ended up going for a coffee and a croissant and just we, we had to we had to talk about it so we could get our heads around it. So I think that's, oh, that's uh, I think that's, I think that's, a that's great. Up. That's great. I'm very happy. <laughs> right then. So do do you um, one last thing I like to do with everybody that comes on the on the show is as we're Britflix and and 
usually what we do is focus on British films, but because Fright Fest is such a big British festival, I get to talk to people from overseas. But I still like to ask people to recommend me a British film. And as it's as it's a horror festival, I like I like to ask people to recommend a British horror film. So from your point of view, what British horror film would you recommend that your your Bel- your Belgian brothers and sisters should 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 make sure they see if they don't see any other British horror film? Well, there is many, many, many horror thing, um, uh, horror, uh, British film that I love so much. But if I have to, to pick one, and yeah. that's very difficult for me, but there is one movie that I very obsessed with since since long time. It's Don't Look Now by 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 Nick, Nicholas Rugg. Okay. Uh, I think that movie is one of my favorite movie. Um, I think all the elements, the death, the horror, uh, the psychic aspect, um, the love story, the, 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 the background, the decor, you know, the Venice, um, the grief, um, every, every aspect of that movie is so mysterious for me and fascinate me so much. Uh, Julie Christie, of course, mm. Donald Sutherland, the music by uh, by Pino Donaggio. Uh, well, everything in that movie pro- um, makes me push me to be a better filmmaker. I hope. Well, no, I, I think I don't think you're alone there. I think there's a lot of us think that way. Yeah. Uh, there yeah. was a, a, couple, a couple of years ago. Um, Fright. I don't, if you, I don't know if you know. Fright Fest have what's called the Sleepy Cue. Which yeah. is where they we, people go through the night and are there in the morning queuing to buy the tickets for the festival, and as a reward for people that queue, they put on a film at the cinema where they sell the tickets. So you buy your festival ticket, and then you see a film um, that's not part of the festival. And a few <laughs> years ago, they did the original double bill of The Wicker Man and Don't Look Now as a, as a reward for uh, yeah. queuing for your ticket, which is not a bad reward, is it? No, it's great. It's great. <laughs> do, you, do you have, uh, for those people listening who maybe aren't going to Fright Fest, do you have an official release date at all? Of, uh... No, I don't think so. Uh, I, I just uh, know now uh, that Studio, Studio Canal has bought uh, the right for the UK, but yeah. I don't know when they intend to release the movie. I'm sure they will communicate uh, about that very soon. Yeah. But, uh, so for people that okay. are going to Fright Fest, then your film is showing on Monday the 25th of August, yeah? Yeah. And it's in the Arrow video screen at 1pm. Mm-hmm. It's in the Film 4 screen at 3.45pm. And it's in the Horror Channel screen at 11.15am. So there are people who can repeat my experience by going for an early morning showing of it <coughs> and have the rest of the day to think about it. Great. <laughs> well, look, sir... I uh, I thank you very much for your time, and hopefully I get a chance to say hello while you're at, while you're at Fryfest. Yeah, with pleasure, Stuart. Let me there. This is a Fryfest 2014 special of itsthegritlinks.com podcast. This is a Fryfest 2014 special of itsthegritlinks.com.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.